Hello, 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 and welcome to Puff Puff Pass, where Christian and I talk about our favorite movies while we're eating the greens. (laughs) And today we'll be talking about the 2015 romance drama, Fifty Shades of Grey, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Christian, do you remember when this movie came out? You just said 2015, didn't you? Yeah, but, like, do you, like, remember when, like, in high school? I guess, like... I mean, I was a freshman, and mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention, mm-hmm. so no. You don't remember, like, the, uh, um, trailers playing all the time? Oh, well, yeah, but I, like, I remember seeing trailers, I don't remember exactly where I, I was. I remember it was everywhere. Like, so much to, like... I will say, yeah, they were kind of everywhere, but I wasn't really paying attention. I, I didn't want to see I was. The movie. Oh, I was. I bet you did. <laughs> like, I think to the point where, like, um, oh, I was, I, I remember the hype about the book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember when the movie was in, like, pre, like, that's when I, I was, like, movie conscious and was, like, noticing, like, what was coming out. You know what I mean? Sean. So, I have my bit or whatever oh, God. is done. <gasps> All gone. Are you serious? Yes, bro. I'm sorry, dude. I gotta remember what I wrote. It's okay. Whatever. We'll try, okay? Alright. <laughs> that sucks. For reference, all my notes that I had saved are gone. Like, the title of the notes are there. I have, like, Fifty Shades notes, but then everything <laughs> is gone. It's okay. Let me drink, um... let me drink my water in peace, bro. <laughs> Okay, so I remember when the book hype the book. was <laughs> was around, like, everyone was reading this book. Like, it was the first time, I think, like, erotica was, like, not scandalous. I, I will say, so, um, I wrote a research paper about this. Mm-hmm. You've read it, yeah. but they haven't, obviously. <laughs> I, uh, my senior year of college, I wrote a research paper about this, because I'm a film and media studies minor. I think I mentioned this last episode, but yes, it's not, not the point. I wrote a lot, a lot of shitty stuff on my body. <laughs> but uh, I was doing research, and I didn't click then, but, like, mm-hmm. this is probably, like, one of the fastest turnarounds from a book to a film that I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. The book came out in 2011. The yes. movie came out in 2015. Yes. That's because the book hype was that- so huge. Like, literally, I... Like, erotica was always seen as, like, something taboo. Like, you bought it at the same store you buy your vibrators. You literally kept those things in secret. But when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, it was, like, a flood of women that were just, like, I'm going to read this in public. I don't even care. Okay, so one thing I did have in my notes was, Mm -hmm. like, the Wikipedia articles Mm -hmm. from both the book and the movie. Yeah. So the book came out in June 2011. Uh, It was originally just self-published by... E.L. James yes. uh, as an ebook were on demand. Mm-hmm. And eventually publishing rights were purchased in March of the next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so it wasn't really mass scale published until then. Mm-hmm. But like by early 2012, which I assume to mean like right after the book came out, hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, several, it says here, several Hollywood studios were keen to obtain the rights to the New York Times bestselling Fifty Shades trilogy. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers, Sony, Paramount, Universal, and Mark Wahlberg's production company <laughs> submitted bids for the film rights. Universal Pictures and Focus Features, however, secured the rights in March 2012, which means not long after the book was, like, officially, like, mass-produced or mass-published, Hollywood ate that shit up. Literally. 
Letter. Oh, do you know who the producers were? Yeah. Or do you know? Well, they're. I guess you don't care about the names. So do you know what other movie they worked on? Uh-uh. The Social Network. Oh, for real? That's Michael so Michael Deluca, Danny Brunetti. That's Dana crazy. Brunetti. Oh my goodness. So yeah. So. Oh, that makes sense. Book was super like, super like well known. But did you know that this book is actually fan fiction? I I did not. <laughs> fan fiction from Twilight. This book. This we're only. We're only talking about this podcast right now because nine eleven happened. Just want to point Christian that out. Stuff. That's a different fan theory, though. I would no, no, no. Even before that, just the Mormon pipeline from this. I don't think that would have happened. Oh, Christian. Well, because you gotta, you gotta remember. You gotta That's re- not what I'm talking about. Oh, whatever. Oh, also. Uh, so Stephanie Myers is Mormon, right? I sure. She's Mormon. Yeah. Yeah. So Twilight is a very like low key kind of religious book. How? If you were to actually read it, you'd understand. <laughs> so, like, that, E.L. James loves that. She reads that, right? She reads that, writes a fan fiction. And then she's like, oh, it became so popular. I'll just write a book. <laughs> book becomes a movie. Mormon pipeline. All thanks to Joseph Smith. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So fan fiction, literally. Uh, do you know what E.L. James' uh, name was when she wrote it? Like her actual name? No, 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 no. Like um, her. Oh, her like uh, pseudonym. Yeah. I don't know. It was like Snow Queen Ice Princess. Oh. Snow Queen Ice Dragon. Yeah, Snow Queen Ice Dragon. <laughs> was... do, you know, do you know what her? Birth we name know is? she's watching Game of Thrones. Do you know what her birth name is? What? Erica Mitchell. Good for her. Erica Mitchell. Her pen name's E.L. James. So she's even using a fake name then. Good for her, honestly. I would not put my actual name on any of that shit. <laughs> I love how it's like, uh... uh oh, I, for, I didn't know that. There's, compa- like, companion novels. Mm-hmm. Grey, Petitions of Grey is told by Christian. Darker mm-hmm. is told, uh, dark, the Darker is told by Christian. Free is told by Christian. Oh, weird. She did the thing that uh, Stephanie Meyer's doing now, having the Twilight Books be in Edward's perspective. Okay. <laughs> so this movie was directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. No way. Do you okay, so I was like, that name sounds very familiar. Do I do I know this? Do I know this lady? Also directed by a woman. She is married to Aaron Taylor Johnson. If you don't know who that is, he was for us girlies the main inter- like love interest for Angus Thongs and the Perfect Snogging. But he's also Quicksilver. From Avengers. Yes. The Avengers, not the X-Men. And Kick-Ass, if you've ever seen that movie. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny. So the screenplay was adapted by oh, Kelly Marcel, and it's starring Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan. Or Dornan. Dornan. <laughs> so the movie made $569.7 million. That's a lot of money. I know! a lot of money oh my goodness it was like literally but you have to think of the 50 shades industry you gotta think of how much the book sold the the movie made a lot of money apparently they have like like dildos that are labeled 50 shades of gray lingerie crazy right so this is like a cash cow bro this is a cash cow but like do you think this is a good representation of bdsm 
No. Yeah, that was a lot not, of complaints. Not that I'm an expert in, <laughs> in that type of behavior, but I feel like it kind of just showed a lot of uh, the Hollywoodized ver- version of Rust Sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I and I, I ran into that a lot when I was doing that research paper. Oh, yeah? A lot of articles were just like, yeah, it's kind of just like really like blown up like puff sex or puffed up like rough sex. Mm-hmm. It's not like actual BDSM. Yeah. Like, uh, like anyone. Where she's like, ah. Well, it's like, it's like, I think a lot of the articles were just like, any, anyone can use handcuffs, but that doesn't make it. BDSM. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I thought that the whole contract thing was stupid. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is a good representation of BDSM at all. Um, I do think that, um, I don't know, I just feel like. Christian needs somebody. I said this earlier, but Christian needs to find somebody who matches his energy. Yeah, you said that a lot. And before. Anna does not match his energy at all. And he's just like, huh, I'm into that. Perhaps. <laughs> who's um, to say? Who's to say? Shall we get into it? Do you want to get into it? You ready? Go ahead. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm following your lead this time. All right. This, I literally, this, this you, got, you got no notes. This, this, this is my movie. We'll discuss it later. Anyway. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. We start with Annie Lennox's rendition of I Put a Spell on You as we see aerial shots of the city of Seattle. We see Christian, played by Jamie Dornan, get ready for his day. He gets dressed into his uh, walk-in closet and puts on a suit right off the bat. We can just tell that Christian's a rich man. Very rich man. Like, and his closet is creepily well-organized. Do you know what I mean? Do you remember that? Oh my, like, everything was like like all he had was suits like I didn't even see like regular clothes yeah <laughs> and all his ties are in that drawer all folded up like little cinnamon rolls <laughs> oh my goodness and then we cut to Anastasia Steele played by Dakota Johnson walking through her college halls so I know you didn't read the book but I did at an embarrassingly young age how um, old were you? at the very least you're like 12 11 I, I was in middle school that's still like 11 yeah 12. so like 12 so. yeah I don't remember. I think it was like the same. It came out in 2011. So well, it came out. In, well, yeah. But the book came out then, but the movie didn't come out in 2015, and I had like skipped over the phase. I've only read the first book. I've never read. I mean, I own the third one, but I have never read the second one. So. I'm, Glances over at Sahara's three bookshelves. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, I didn't picture Dakota Johnson or Jamie Noren as. Like, like whenever you think of the name Christian Grey, like. All the things that you saw, can you imagine reading? Like, do you picture him doing any of that stuff? Literally. I know. I feel like Christian's way too skinny. Like, I feel like he's more domineering. Like, I know she had, like, uh, well, isn't, like Edward the, and Bella played by Christian Stewart and Robert Pattinson. Isn't, like, her whole, like, his whole thing that what? he was a victim? Uh-huh. And this is his, like, way of, like, coping with that trauma? Yeah, literally. Yeah, he looks like he would be a victim. So it's just, like, <laughs> like, just his character in the movie, he, he just looks like, like, yeah. I, I know, I know, I feel bad for saying that, because uh, Jamie Dornan actually, like, worked really hard, had, like, a really strict, like, regiment, trying to get as bulky as he could for this movie. Actors are insane people. Literally. And then, I don't know, I just feel like Dakota Johnson is too cool to play Anna. Like, I've seen Dakota Johnson in other things, and I liked her way more in those other movies than I liked her character as Anna, and I feel like Dakota is just, she's just a cool girl. 
she's a really cool girl and I don't see her as like oh uh Christian uh <laughs> it's more of your thing <laughs> stop um, that was funny. But yeah, so when we get to see those two scenes we, that juxtapose between um, Anna and Christian, like how opposite they are. Like Christian is very dark and brooding, and Anna is seen in like young, holy, light. Young, holy light. <laughs> yeah. Oh, holy. So then we see Anna get ready to leave as we overhear her roommate Kate tell her to take her car. We see Anna, her roommate. Take my car. <laughs> That's literally what she sounds like. We see her roommate is sick and asked if she gave her a recorder. And Anna says she's got everything. And then Kate says, she's like, insults her. She's like, wearing that. Doesn't Anna work for like a student newspaper? No, Kate does. Oh, Kate does. Yeah, Anna's a uh, English literature. Oh, yeah, she was just um, covering for her. Yeah. Because she's sick, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, would you ever, Christian graduated with a journalism degree. So I would like to tell you. Or ask you, would you ever send... Not a chance. Would you send me, an English lit major... Not a chance. <laughs> to go interview somebody for you. Not a chance. Which is for her school newspaper. So that's like... Imagine that's her daily. She's literally... If this were us, you'd be asking me to go do your work for you. Because Christian has the... Food. Not a chance. But you'd get me fired. Oh, by the way, to confuse... Not to <laughs> confuse... Christian from the movie and Christian, my co-host. <laughs> co-host? Is that what we're calling it? Yes. So Anna tells her to eat her soup after she just insulted her. And she's on her way to Seattle, which is like three hours away from where she originally lives. And I think they live in Portland. Did you catch that? If they live in Portland? I don't know. I was very confused the entire time. I was like, oh, so are you in Portland or Seattle? Let's see. It says that they're in Vancouver. Uh, hold up, I'm gonna get into like the setting of their college in a minute here. <laughs> Go ahead. Because that was pissing me off. Why? So okay, so I found out the movie was shot at. Uh, hold on, I had it on location a second ago. Okay, it was shot in Vancouver, and it was shot at uh, the University of British Columbia, and that school they they made up a name it was Washington State University Vancouver that's the name of the school but the thing is right Washington State University Vancouver actually exists like that's a real school in in Vancouver Washington State University has a satellite campus there so that's fine uh, throughout the movie, uh, especially when Anna graduates, she has the Washington State University logo mm-hmm. on her thing. Like, the Wildcat Bobcat, I think. Mm-hmm. Hold up, what are they? What's their mascot? Uh, the Cougars, sorry. Uh, which are Wildcats. But, uh, but like, the podium where, like, the speaker is at at their graduation, their mm-hmm. thing just says, uh, it has, like, a bunch of different stuff, like, on it. Like, it's very conflicting of where they actually are. Like, none of the on-location stuff. I, I just don't think the audience would really care I, I or be hung up on where I noticed. At. That's why this film made... Hold on, let me go to reception. <laughs> $569.7 million. <laughs> well, uh, at the time of... Uh, by the way, at the time of the first movie's mm-hmm. run, or at, by the end of it, it was the fourth highest grossing R-rated film of all time. Oh my god. Uh, second only... Well, fourth to... Uh, 
The Hangover Part 2, Passion of the Christ, and Matrix Reloaded. I don't know if those are in order, but... <laughs> so... Anna makes it to Seattle, and she parks anyway. right in front of Christian's workplace. Like, she finds a good spot in the city, and she parks her little, her little bug right there. And she's like, wow. Where she sees the tower. <laughs> wow. So, we see her riding the elevator, and she's looking over her notes. She's supposed to ask Christian. And then she makes it to the floor, and there's, like, a bunch of, like, beautiful, like, blonde women walking around. Like, they kind of look like clones. Like, I feel like Anna stepped off into a spaceship, and she's looking at all these aliens. Like, that's what that scene reminds me of. And one of the uh, receptionists is like, uh, Mr. Graham, I'll see you now. Which is, like, what the poster said when they were advertising the movie. Yeah, over, okay, <laughs> yeah, so... I have uh, that in part of my paper over here, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can keep talking while I find this, but yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Hannah, she walks into the door, and then she just falls onto the floor. She's like, ah! Honestly, if that were me, I would have crawled my little ass back out of there and walked out and be like, sorry, Kate, I can't. can't. He he canceled on me. He seems like an asshole. I can't do that. Just out of sheer embarrassment. But somehow... Dakota Johnson pulls herself by her bootstraps and continues and continues this interview so like Christian helps her up and and then we see like like Anna is so like enamored with Christian off like right off the bat like she's like oh my god um he mistakes her for Kate and then she kind of clears that up very quickly by saying she's filling in because Kate has the flu so Anna starts recording, but um, she kind of looks... She also brings, like, a notebook, and she's looking around, and she's like, oh, and he's like, oh, do you need a pen? So he hands her one of his pencils that are, like, on his desk. And, like, if you ever seen that one scene of Spongebob, where he's, like, has those... Where he's trying to write the essay, but, like, he has three pencils. Uh. <laughs> no, that's not... But he has, like, three pencils, mm-hmm. and he's moving them back and forth because they have to be perfect. That's not those pencils that Christian handed her. <laughs> all lined up in perfect neat little rows um we learned that anna is interviewing him because of he's supposed to give the speech at their commencement ceremony that year and anna is like you are it's like it's like anna oh my god honey like fake it till you make it please like why would she say that like oh my god like like you would think kate would give her like some prep you know what i mean but she just let that girl sink or swim and she is sinking hard (laughs) she then continues with his with um her questions and you know i feel like christian like he's like standing in front of the desk and she's like sitting sitting in the chair in front of him and he looks kind of bothered by what he's by what she's asking you know what i mean He's like, I hate... I, yeah, like, like okay, you're pissing me off. Like, I don't know if that was supposed to come off as attraction, but it just seems like he was, like, pissed that she's, like, there. Oh, by the way, in, in research for that paper, mm-hmm. I found out a lot of, like, the cast and crew thought that this movie, like, like the film got an R rating, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, really? Because not like, because uh, a lot of times people get an R rating, like, oh, we wanted a PG-13, but they were like, oh, we thought we were getting an NC-17. That's crazy. Like you're telling me we didn't <laughs> literally and that brings into something else i also wrote about uh-huh. just because uh a lot of the mpaa's ratings uh-huh. are biased towards larger hollywood studios yeah and smaller independent films uh-huh. are usually uh given nc-17 ratings more more often than uh 
Like big Hollywood movies? Like Universal, wow. Warner Brothers, are more likely to get an R rating than an NC-17 mm-hmm. for like uh, a more adult content, mm-hmm. whereas, yeah. And it's especially biased when it comes to uh, um, uh, like sexual content mm-hmm. with uh, people who are uh, homosexual mm-hmm. or of a different, or are not white, essentially. <sighs> Like, it's, it's like, especially, so yeah, if you're, like, an independent filmmaker, mm-hmm. and you have, like, some raunchy sex scenes, and they, they feature either homosexual sex mm-hmm. or uh, sex with people who aren't white, it's mm-hmm. more likely to get an NC-17. That's then, wild. Yeah. My goodness. So, Anna asked him, like, okay, so what do you owe to your success? And he's like, the business is about people, and I've always been good at people. What motivates them what incentivizes them, what inspires them. The key to, to my success has been identifying talented individuals and harassing their efforts. And Anna's like, oh, that kind of makes you a control freak. But he's like, I exercise control in all things. And you're like, oh, Mr. Gray. <laughs> I would have, honestly, I would have blushed at that. I'd have been like, mm, okay, all right, sir. <laughs> So we learned that from Anna through her questions that Christian likes to invest in helping the poor. And she's like, oh, so you like, do you have a big heart? And he's like, no. I mean, those aren't really the lines. Like, this is kind of like insinuative. But she asks if he has any hobbies. And he says, I enjoy various physical pursuits. And at that point, I'd have been like, this man is flirting with me. What? <laughs> I'd have been like, okay. Before we get too started on this, uh-huh. what's your preferred spelling of gray? Oh my god, I think I spelled it how they spelled it. I think I spelled it R-E-Y. I think I, I think I spelled R-E-Y. In, in the, I just feel like that looks prettier, aesthetically. Yeah, I, I like the E a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the one time I agree with like British yeah, or British language. Yeah. Or British English, if that makes sense. Like yeah. gray is just like, ooh, I'm proper. And the A is like, how, how do y'all welcome to America? Welcome to the easy. United I can't believe we're discussing that. G, uh, e gray supremacy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. So then we learned that Christian is adopted. Womp womp womp. <laughs> and then Anna asked if he's gay. And I would have been like the way she reads that, she's like, girl, did you not look over these notes? Did you not look over these questions, girl? I would have, I would have, I would have been like, Kate, seriously, bro. Like, why did she not prepare her? Kate wanted her to fail, bro. Literally. Kate set her up. Literally. Kate, Kate knew what was up. I just want to know why we didn't see, uh, in in the movie. We'll get to that. (laughs) We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Reference, I was pointing to my... Christian! Oh my god, by the way, this movie is super, like, long. sexually explicit. It's so long. It is very long, too. Very sexually explicit. I'm so sorry if we say anything really gross. But in light of this, we are also wearing Fenty uh, lingerie. I Both am, Christian and I. I am, I am wearing... <laughs> Payne's boxers. <laughs> I'll have you know. I, I forgot what company they were. Christian, stop. Oh my god. Just edit it and post. <laughs> I'm keeping it. I'm keeping that. Okay. <laughs> so 
so Christian says no he's not gay and she puts the pencil to her, she puts it to her mouth and she's like mm, okay not gay and then like Christian like grips the table and what I just assume is a like excitement but like it's kind of coming off that he's pissed off and he wants to hit her I'm like oh my god (laughs) so Christian sits beside her and he asks her what question she wants to know and his receptionist comes in she's like oh Mr. Gray your your meeting's about to start and he's like cancel it and it's over (laughs) and Christian tells Anna that he wants to know more about her he asked her what major she's studying in, and then he asked her what her plans are after graduation. And he offers her an internship at his office, and she's like, mm, no, I don't think I fit in here. I would be the only brunette in this building. <laughs> she's like, look at me, and he's like, I am. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> like, this man, he's like, oh, I like you. Do, do you want an internship here? I'm like, sir. <laughs> So, next we cut to Anna about to get on to the elevator to leave when Christian, like, as she's, like, turning around, Christian, like, takes her notes and hides them. And then, you know, she enters the elevator and then they do this thing where all the elevator closed. He's like, Anastasia. She's like, Christian. And then they close it. Roll credits. (laughs) So, Anna walks outside the building and it's starting to rain and she's like, she puts her face out into the rain. She's like, Wow. <laughs> like, she just literally fucked this man already. And I'm like, girl, get a grip. Stand up. <laughs> By the way, she has to drive three back hours to a house after all of that. Like, honestly, I would kill my roommate. So Anna makes it back to her apartment. And Kate's like, oh, my God, you're a goddess. And Kate's like, what? And then she's like, email. Uh, Christian emailed her all the answers to her question. And then Kate asks, like, what he's like in real life. And Anna describes him as fine, polite, courteous, formal, and clean. That is how she describes this man. Yeah. <laughs> Christian's like, I agree. Uh, she also describes him as intense. Oh, my God. <laughs> he also, she describes him as intense and can understand the fascination with him. We see that Anna makes herself a sandwich as Kate does more research on Gray. She asks Anna if she if she thinks like Christian's hot, and she tells her she's like, oh yeah, like if you're into that sort of human, because you know she's quirky. And Anna gets onto her for asking if Christian is gay, and Kate defends herself by saying that he's never been seen with a woman. And then Anna's like, well, what if he just likes his life to be private? And Kate's like, oh, you're so cute, got a little crush on him. And then she you're takes so oh. she takes her she takes her sandwich. Kate takes her sandwich. Yeah, I, I saw it. Don't eat my sandwich. Like, literally, everyone, from what I've, like, read and, like, heard, like, nobody likes Kate. And they also think she looks too old to be 22. By the way, Anna, too old. Anna is our age. 22 years old in this film. Liar. Well, in the book, she's 22. No way. No, she is. She's 22. Well, she's she graduating is. college, Kristen. No way. No way. No way. She's, she's... She's getting her bachelor's. No way. Why? No way. I, guess, I know. I'm just messing with her. Oh my god, stop. Do you know how old Christian is? Uh, probably. Uh, didn't you say he's like 28? He's 27. That's enough. That's wild. Can you imagine being 27 and being a billionaire? <laughs> Literally. Must be nice, bro. Literally. Oh my god. Drown myself in money. So, yeah. Everyone hates Kate. <laughs> 
Anna then looks over at Kate's computer of Christian and she like bites her lip, which she like does a lot throughout this movie. And it's like, you know, kudos to Dakota Johnson who can bite her lip very like seductively. If I do it, I look like a horse like mm. Mm. <laughs> We cut to Anna in class, she's not really paying attention. And she we see her with the same pencil that Christian had gave her. And it's just this gray as she bites on it, like all seductively. And then oh, Yeah. <laughs> Next we cut to Anna. She's about to jump into her car. And then we see our other friend, Jose, who's top who stops her to tell her that the Portland place is going to exhibit his photographs. She hugs him, you know, tells him congrats, and they want she wants to celebrate but she's late for work. And then Jose helps her into her car and she pulls away while he looks around like, Oh Anna, if only you knew Oh yeah. <laughs> We cut to Clayton's supply and hardware when Anna gets a call from her mom. Her mom tells her that her uh, that her stepdad Bob broke his foot golfing and they cannot make her Not graduation. Bob. Literally, poor Bob. Can I just say, we cut to Anna's mom like calling her, like, "Oh, sweetie, I can't make it." Her mom is so hot. I was like, what? "Oh, I, she is so fine." Don't even. Mid. Are you serious? Uh, oh, remember. she's a whole mill. I don't even remember what she looks like. Let's go to the cast. <laughs> What, what was her mom's name? I don't remember. Oh, uh... She just calls her mom. Jennifer L. Her? That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's her mom. Yeah. She's hot. I guess. Same age as my dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unrelated. So, Anna's Boyle. disappointed by this, but she understands. And one of her coworkers, um, we learned, name is Paul... Like, he asked her to help stock in the back, and she's like, okay, I'll be in there a second, just let me finish stocking. I'll put the money in the bag. <laughs> she starts making her way back to uh, the, the back of the store to help Paul when she sees Christian. He's just kind of standing there. He's like, Ugh. and she's like, oh, my God. And he was like, oh, I was just doing, you know, business in the, in the area, and I just want to, you know, pick a few things up. Uh, and she's like, all right, well, what can I help you with? And he's like, cable ties, masking tape rope and if somebody said that to you while you work at a hardware store <laughs> i'd be like mm, okay kidnapping someone or literally also also if i saw somebody that i just interviewed out of like nowhere i would be a little terrified right, so i think now's a good time mm-hmm. you mentioned hardware store yeah uh made me think of is this it, the bit it made me think of paint and whatnot right <laughs> is it so I have compiled a list of 50 shades of gray. Oh, All right. I, I have the whole list right here. I'm serious. I'm serious. Okay. Check, I'm ready. Check it out. Check it out. I got the whole Oh, list. my God, Christian. I, I, will now, I will now read them. When you hear one that you like, uh, ah. I will show you a picture. You have to pick what... Which one sounds the best, all right? Okay. All right, starting from the top. These aren't in any order, really. Uh, Gainsboro, light gray, silver, dark gray, gray goose, dim gray, light slate gray, slate gray, dark slate gray, medium gray, Spanish gray, Davies gray, jet, middle gray, Xanadu. I thought that one sounded cool because it's like that one song. Platinum, ash gray, Battleship gray, cool color. Gunmetal, oh nickel, charcoal, stone gray, cool gray, cadet gray, blue gray, glaucus, gray green, marengo, 
warm gray puce, I think. P-U-C-E. Rose quartz, which is a form of gray, I suppose. It's like a, it's like a pinkish gray. Cinerous. Rocket metallic. That sounds cool. Uh, Taup. Eisengrau. Fun, I'll, I'll tell you something about Eisengrau. Oh my it's god! Like Felgrau. Haynes gray. Fossil gray. Iron. Graphite. Anchor. Flint. Pebble. Pewter. Arsenic. Black coral. Carbon gray. Davies gray. Deep space sparkle. And last but not least, gray! Woo! I love that! That's amazing! Okay, so, um, two things. One of those, mm. uh, deep space sparkle sounds cool. Mm. Uh, the other one, Isengrau. So, Isengrau mm. is, it's the color that you see when you close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay. Eyes and grow. Wow. Or put your hand. Uh -huh. like, put your hand there so like the light bulb isn't hitting. That's crazy. Eyes and grow. <gasps> to think that people could just replicate that color, like that's such an abstract thing. But like, I'm well, I don't that. think that's not. The, I don't think it's that you can replicate it. It's just like, oh, that's what it would look like because it's like, it's black, mm. but some light is coming through your eyelids. Oh so my god. Black and white. Makeup. Oh my god. Let's give a hand for Christian. That was really good. I love that. Which one of those were your favorite? Um, I think the moon one. I think that's what you said. Deep space sparkle. I think you said something about moon. Barango. Uh, uh, it might have been deep space sparkle. That sounds really cute. I'm thinking what I said about. Alright, so we see Anna. She gets the rope from the rope wheel, and I kind of like the way she does the rope because that's like really cool. She's like, "Yeah, I know what I'm doing, turning this rope." And then Christian thinks he's doing so well. He's like, "Oh, were you in Girl Scouts?" She's not tying anything. She's getting go. I I think he could even do that himself. He's like, "Oh, were you in Girl Scouts?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> and she says organized groups weren't really her thing and he's like so what is your thing and she's like uh books <laughs> so she tells him what he's buying makes him look like a serial killer and do you know what his response was maybe i am no he said not today i'd have been like um i am scared i would have been like paul paul uh-uh <laughs> uh-uh <laughs> oh my goodness he asked her what she would recommend anything if he was doing like a DIY project and she's like oh you know some coveralls you know, some to, <laughs> to protect his clothes and he's like I can just work naked and she's like oh yeah yeah work naked work naked so I if this were me in my head I'd be thinking wow this man wants to kill me and I think he's being genuinely super nice because <laughs> I can never tell when people are flirting if that's maybe maybe Chris is just a bad flirter honestly so so she gets flustered and she's like well you know if you don't want any coveralls i guess i can just check you out so as she checks him out she's like um kate's having a really hard time finding like original pictures and he's like oh i can just do you know a photo shoot for you guys tomorrow you know um here's here's my card and then like um her coworker paul like he puts his arms like on her shoulders she's like oh anna do you, do you like need any help and we see christian like get like Visibly, kind of upset. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Where he's like, mm. I was like, sir, you don't know this chick, like, mm. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 you know, it's fine. I'm fine, and you know, she continues to, you know, check him out. And so when he hands her uh, his card, he's just like, oh, here's my hotel, and uh, just you know, call me before ten. And she's like, okay. So next we cut to Christian getting his photos taken by Jose. And it's just being directed by Kate. And then Anna just kind of, you know, looks on you. She's kind of there for moral support. 
And Jose, like, asks him to smile, and Christian just completely ignores him. And he's just like, okay, or not. And and Kate's like, oh, Anna, Christian hasn't stopped taking his eyes off you this entire time. And that's when Anna tells her, she's like, oh, he asked me out for coffee. And they're like, oh, my God. (laughs) So next we see Christian and Anna, like, going off to go, like, get coffee. And Christian's like, oh, so is Jose your boyfriend? And she's like, what? No, we're just friends. That's exactly what she's like. She's like, what? Nah, nah. nah. Who's Jose? Nah, that's my brother, bro. That's my bro. And then he's like, okay, well, what about, you know, Paul? And she's like, "Uh, no, okay? She said, no, hard pass. And then we cut to them, like, on her coffee date. And guess what Anna pours herself? She doesn't get coffee. coffee. No, she gets tea. It's tea. (laughs) Because, you know, she's an English man. She really drink tea, which is a lie. In my entire English department, we drink a cold, hard brew coffee, bro. You literally made me go pour you a cup of sweet tea like an hour ago. Yeah, literally. Like, give me some tea. I love, okay, that's true. I do love me some sweet tea. Red, but that's because we're in a red state. Red state. <laughs> red, red diamond owes Sahara, or owns Sahara, bro. It owns my soul. So Christian's like, why are you so nervous? And she's like, well, you know, you're kind of intimidating. And he's like, oh, you should be. And then he's like, eat. Like, you he commands her. He literally commands her to eat. And she's like, mm, kind of, uh, kind of bossy there. Yes. That's true, I was there. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm used to getting my own way. And she's like, hmm, okay. Anyway, <laughs> like, immediately, like, disobeying him. And then, you know, she asks about, uh, Christian asks about her family. And she explains that, you know, her dad died at a young age. Oh, my God. <laughs> that she's raised by her stepfather Ray, and she tells him that her mother right. has been remarried for the fourth time. Which is like, wow, go Anna's mom. Fourth time's a charm, babe. Fourth time's a charm. <laughs> and then uh, Anna describes her mom as an incurable romantic, and then Christian's like, "Are you a romantic?" And she's like, "Well, I kind of study English lit, so I kind of have to be." So when she starts to talk to Christian about the photo shoot, Christian's like, no, I can't do this. I gotta go. And, like, gets up and leaves her. And honestly, I would have been, like, I would start crying. Throwing up a crying if somebody just left my date like that. I'd be like, um, what? Uh (laughs) And then uh, they both walk up and Anna's just, like, trying to catch up to him. And she's like, oh, is this because you have a girlfriend? Is that why you walked down? He's like no and then you know that's when she like almost gets run over by a biker but Christian saves her <laughs> which is like if you've seen Twilight that's the that's when Bella almost gets crushed by a car and Edward's yeah. like douche that was that was the equivalent of that well speaking of fan fiction guess what we were, uh told the audience what we were listening to earlier in the week what Harry Potter oh my god immortal yeah oh my god why don't you give a quick recap? I am not giving a recap of that movie. <laughs> of that thing. And then me and Draco went into the Enchanted Forest. <laughs> oh my god, Christian. We need to finish listening to the... Anna tried... Maybe we need to make this a part two for tomorrow morning. Christian, stop. <laughs> so, like... She looks into his eyes like all longingly, and then he cups her face, and she's like super into it. And he tells her that I'm not the right man for you, and you should just walk away because whatever situationship is happening here, it's 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 not gonna happen anymore. And then 
you know, we cut back to, like, Anna at our college, and she just finished her finals, which is, like, my finals are usually on my laptop. I I, I can't remember what time this movie, like, time period this movie comes out in. I'm assuming the early 2000s, but I'm pretty sure they have laptops. Because, like, I can't imagine doing, like, writing in it. Because when you're in English and you're in a writing, like, like, if you're doing your final in class, you're probably, like, going to write it down in paper. But, like, now, I mean, like, you're going to use your laptop to write and just submit it that way. And I can imagine writing it on paper as my final. I'm like, oh, God, my hand. Oh, no. <laughs> also, since Kate and, uh, Kate and Anna are taking this final together, what what uh, classes could we participate in together? For to have a final as a journalism major, probably an English class. But they're about to graduate, so they're seniors. So they, what? They don't have to. You don't have to take the classes in any order, man. I know. I'm just saying. I'm like. As long as it, you've satisfied the prerequisites, like I could have taken my second English class my last year there. What about you? It doesn't make any sense why you would do that. Okay. So. Can you be a bunch of sophomores? What? Wouldn't you be with a bunch of sophomores and freshmen? Yeah, so? I wouldn't like that. I'm getting my degree anyway. That's true. <laughs> I'm being elitist. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so Kate's like, girl, we're gonna go and we're gonna celebrate our finals. And I kind of got the vibe that she was like, like she knows she was sad about like Christian. Mm-hmm. And like, you wanted me to like take her out to like get her mind off of him. So I think Kate's kind of a good friend in that record, but that's it. <laughs> oh, the rest of the time she's kind of an asshole. So we cut to them getting ready, <laughs> and that just shows that Anna is, you know, like your everyday everyday girl. She doesn't wear makeup. Like she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm your not pick me girl. You're a pick me. Oh my god! So Kate yells, she's like, Oh Anna, you got a package. And we see that Christian had gotten her a collection of D Uberville as a gift with a note that quotes. Oh, wait, a collection of what? Duberville? I don't know. It's fucking French. Test Duberville? Yeah. Didn't I say that? Uberville? You said Duberville. That is not what I said. Listen to this. She said Duberville. No, I didn't. You look like you'd be a citizen of Duberville. (laughs) Joe Duberville. With the mayor of Duberschmerz. Duberschmerz evil. Oh my goodness. So it's a quote from the book and it says, Why didn't you tell me there was danger? Why didn't you warn me? Ladies know what to guard against because they read novels that tell them these tricks. She is astonished that they're first like additions. She tells her, Oh my god, this is too much. And Kate's like, mm, forget about it, cab's here. <laughs> so they leave and they, they cut and we cut and we see them at the bar. It's Anna, Kate, Jose, and they're all taking shots. And then Anna <laughs> excuses herself to go to the bathroom. And Jose's like, Where are you going? Where are you going? And she's like literally just said she had to go to the bathroom. Like Isn't that the guy? I don't know if it was in, it wasn't this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of, but I think you're thinking of the white guy. Well, that's yeah, in the I, I know that happens in the next movie. Uh-huh. But, like, whatever. Jose tries to shoot a shot, though. Shot. <laughs> so we cut to Anna waiting in line, you know, for the bathroom. And then um, she gets, like, the bright idea to, like, call him. They all take shots, Jose shoot them. Oh, my God. 
Oh my god. And Christian actually like picks up and she's like, Hey, thanks for sending me okay, these he's books. Weird. He's weird. He's like, Where are you? Literally. <laughs> I'm coming to get you. Can you imagine some guy you interviewed and he's like, Where are you? He's, he's like, hold on. He's like, I am, I am download, downloading your exact location from the dark web. From <laughs> the dark web. I'm in. <laughs> so Anna basically like sobers up real quick. She's like, hey, don't come here. Hey, don't come here. Go away. So he hangs up the phone. Yeah, he hangs up. And then we cut to Anna like outside the bar. And I, I guess she's either waiting for Christian, but I kind of took it that she's, like, getting fresh air because she's drunk. She's just trying to sober up a bit. And then, like, Jose comes outside, and he, like, brings her her jacket. And he asks, he's like, hey, are you okay? She's like, oh, I'm just a little drunk. And then he told he tells her, he's like, oh, come closer, come hug me. And she's like, mm, no, it's like, fine. Sorry, I'm just a little crumped. <laughs> she's like, no, I'm fine. And then he tells her that he doesn't know when he'll get the courage to do this again. And she's like, what? What? And he's like, oh, come uh, on, Anna. R- Russell Westbrook could clip. What? <laughs> and he's, yes, and he's like, come on, Anna. She's like, oh, don't, don't do this. And he tells her he likes her. And she's like, you do? And he's like, yeah. And he asks for one kiss. And she's like, no. And she says it like four times. She tells him to stop. Oh, my God. And he starts cursing her face, but out of nowhere, like, Christian comes over and he's, like, shoves him to the side. And it's very, like, when Edward and Jacob had that little showdown in the street. <laughs> hold up, hold up. No, do you remind me of? <laughs> okay. okay, I found it, I found it. Okay, from, from BR chat or whatever. He's... from a VR chat video or whatever. <laughs> and this guy's like oh, okay I will admit the guy in this recording is being a little asshole he's like following this girl around like pretending to like feed her like here comes the airplane with like a uh, coconut with a straw in it and she and the girl's like dude leave me alone and like some random guy comes up this is all in like VR chat my dad. well I'm just making sure I'm getting that I'm getting that point across because it's worth he's like he, show, he pulls up and he's like dude, a, a, a dude back off the white knight dude the fucking tifos <laughs> oh my god dude oh my god and then that's when Anna like vomits all over the shoes and she's like uh, don't don't look at me <laughs> that's what she said. She said, "Don't look at me." <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I dropped ice cream on me. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god! Look at that. Why am I cold? <laughs> oh my god! It's so, like you know, Christian pulls her hair back to help her out, and then Jose, you know, walks away. Stop. One of one of first, one of many. <laughs> um, we see Jose walk away, and he, you know, wipes Anna's mouth with a napkin. So he tells her that he's gonna take her home, and she's like, "No, Kate's in there." And he's like, "Oh, you know, no, my brother Elliot will take her home." And then we cut to them like uh, watching like Elliot and Kate dance together, and Christian, you know, goes up to them and he like tells them the situation. And then Christian walks back to her, and he's like, um, "She and like she, she makes fun of him. She's like, oh, your brother's more fun than you.'" 
and she asks what Kate said about her leaving with him and uh he tells her that she said she wanted him to be on his best behavior and then she's like ha, I'm gonna faint <sighs> and it's just like Christian carries her out like oh so dramatic and then we like cut to the Heathman hotel and we see Anna wake up and by her bedside table there's like orange juice and ibuprofen with notes that say drink me and eat me which I personally would think is really cute <laughs> um you know she eats them and then Christian walks in and he's like oh hey good morning and uh he asked her how she's feeling and she's like better than I deserve like it's like girl you're celebrating you're having a good time you know what I mean Oh, well. like, like, girl, it's okay. You're good. We do it. We do. We do it all over again the next oh, day. Victim, oh my god. Um, she asked Christian. He's like, uh, so did you like undress me? Because I'm in different clothes right now. And he's like, I kind of had no choice. And she kind of gets uncomfortable with that. But I think they were trying to convey an embarrassment. But I think I just like projected onto her because I was uncomfortable with that fact. And then she asked where like he slept. And I guess apparently they slept in the same bed that night when later on he's like, I don't sleep with anybody. I'm like, bitch, what? He's like, I don't just sleep with anybody. Oh my god, he sleeps with anybody. Yeah, literally, I was like, he sleeps with everybody. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, She asked if they had sex and she's like, or he, he says no. And so they're like, oh, so we just, you know, slept in the same bed together and he's like, and he's like saying it's like a novelty for him and i guess and he like brings her breakfast telling her that she needs to eat and then he like tells her that uh his driver taylor is bringing um her some new clothes and that like he shouldn't put she shouldn't put herself at risk you know of drinking to excess i guess and christian for like whatever re- not you christian but that christian <laughs> he takes his shirt off like right in front of her and she's like, um, okay, because me, I would have been like, mm, what's going on? Are we going to, like, fuck right now? Because I am not prepared. <laughs> and he's like, um, like, I think he, like, climbs into bed with her, like, getting right in her face. Oh, my God, no, he tells her, he's like, uh, if you were mine, you wouldn't be able to sit down till next week. And I would have been like, oh, my oh. God, this man wants to fuck fuck me and then he takes a bite of her toast like it's in her hand he's like Ugh. and then and she's like eat my toast. that's what you would have said is that is not does that not get you going Kristen? toast is where i draw the line <laughs> she asks him like hey why am i here and he's like i'm just incapable of leaving you alone because i'm brooding and she tells him not to then and um she finally asks him like what those books are and he's like, I thought I owed you an apology for, you know, like, letting you believe in Borfin material. And then he kind of admits he doesn't do romance and his tastes are very singular. And that she wouldn't understand what he needs. And she's like, oh, enlighten me. And he, like, caresses her face, brushes her lips against his. And he goes in for a kiss, but he, like, stops himself and walks away to go take a shower. And she's just there, like, <sighs> like, this man is always leaving this girl out of breath. So, uh, we cut to Christian, like, on his computer, and, like, Anna enters with, like, her new outfit, and he's like, oh, you look so beautiful, what are you doing later? She's like, you know, I work at the hardware store, but I go off at seven, he's like, okay, I'll have my driver pick you up, we're gonna go on a date. And she's like, oh my god, that's so exciting, and she, like, bites her lip, and Christian's like, I'd like to bite that lip, and she's like, I'd like that too. He's like, 
but I won't touch you until I get your written consent. And then Anna's like, um, okay. Literally, I would because I would have been like, what the fuck? (laughs) And he's like, I will not further elaborate on that. And he takes her home. So the next scene, they enter the hotel like elevator together, and then Anna bites her lip again, and Christian's like, "Fuck the paperwork," and he kisses her, and they're like full on making out in the elevator. And I'm like, honestly, kind of hot. Me, the, the doorman, the elevator. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's literally what happens. Like these businessmen, they they get to the next floor, and these businessmen like look at them, and then Anna's like, like her hair is like all messy, and she's like. <sighs> And then Christian's like, you know, stone face, which I'm pretty sure you like has like a heart on, bro. <laughs> and they're like, okay, anyway. And the businessman get on the elevator and he's like, what is it about elevators? <laughs> so the next scene, we see Anna and Christian make it to her apartment. And then that's where we find Kate and Elliot literally having sex on the couch in her living room. If my roommate did that, I'd be beyond pissed. I'd be like, you couldn't fucking do this on your bed? Like, we both sit on this couch, bruh. We pose it on this couch. <laughs> like, I do not want fluids on my couch, please. Thanks. Please do not fluidify my couch. It's just so inconsiderate of Kate. Oh, and then, yeah. Like, and they walk into, like, uh, Kate's man, where we're just standing there naked. I'm like, sir, please put the box. I think he's, like, jumping into, like, his underwear. Yeah, because Anna's like, oh, my God. And then Kate's like, oh, you know, whatever. You know, I, I like my body. And then, like, Elliot introduces himself to Anna. And Christian is like, uh, Elliot, some of us have, like, actual jobs. Some of us have actual jobs. Yeah, which is, like, you know, just to remind you which that. It's crazy because, uh, well, what was her name? Anna? Uh-huh. Anna, she's an English teacher. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you know, you know, it kind of reminds you, you know, that like Ellie is very carefree, while Christian's very work oriented. Really reminds me about how you have a job. Are you talking about me? I have a job. Okay. Oh my god, that was so mean. Okay, with your the, broke the Harris, ass. The Harris gonna listen to this podcast <laughs> in the morning and be like, "Wow, Christian's so mean to me." You are mean like to me. this specific part right here. That's the only meanish thing I've said all day. Oh my god! It's like <laughs> Elliot gives Kate like a really big goodbye kiss, and he's like, "Later's baby." <laughs> Skater. <laughs> and, and Elliot and Christian gotta leave, but like Christian's like, hey, email me if you change your mind about the date. And then she's like, oh, well, my computer's down. And he's like, okay, well, just call me instead. So Christian leaves, and Anna tells Kate that she's happy for her and Elliot. And then Kate's like, mm, nice try. I want the deets on you. What happened? And she's like, mm, nothing really. We kind of just kiss. And Kate's like, mm, that's kind of weird. Kate knows that there's something wrong with this Christian fella. She's like, I don't trust him. <laughs> so we cut to Anna working her regular nine to five. She's like, like she's putting on prices on just like on like cans of paint. She's like, oh Christian, oh Christian. And like, if you have a date after your shift, that will be the slowest shift of your life. Cause like, oh my God, you're just waiting and you're like, okay, only three more hours to go. And then you think like a whole hour went by, but it's only been like 25 minutes crushing shift it's a crushing shift so the next it's, it's scene like uh it's like spongebob where they like open the cabinet like mr cab 24 hours a day day four and like it's a montage of mr crab ringing the bell you know what i'm talking about i'm pretty sure they're saying hours like hour 15, hour 15. give it up for hour 15 so we see anna leaving the store and she jumps into the car with taylor 
which is a uh, Christian's driver, and we see um, Taylor, Taylor like take Taylor Lautner as a Twilight. What? <laughs> we see Anna like exit the elevator, and we see like Christian has his own little private helicopter, and he like greets her there, and that's when we learn like you know, uh, he is a pilot and he flies Anna out to his own place. And uh, we kind of see Christian do Anna's seatbelt for her. And he tells her, he's like, oh, there's no escaping now. And if that were me, I'm like, I'm going to die tonight. I'm never going to see my family ever again. Turn your location off. Literally. Um, so Christian lives in Seattle. And they are in Portland. So, and I learned that a helicopter ride is 80 minutes long from that distance. Oh, you did? Huh? Yeah, I found that out. Learned that all by yourself. <laughs> Stop. Oh, Christian. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's 80 minutes long. She gets off at 7, and she has 80 minutes of that ride. She's probably starving, the poor girl. It's a helicopter. I you, think you have bigger fish to fry. I guess. But can so, you imagine if that's your first date, though? So I found out uh-huh. um, airplanes mm-hmm. or whatever, there's like, I, can't, I don't know what it's called, but like, it's like essentially the average amount of time where like pilot intervention is needed or the plane or, or the aircraft becomes unrecoverable and you will crash wow and, like for airplanes it's usually about like i i, I can't remember what the exact time but it was a lot of time i think mm-hmm. 30 seconds or more but then like for helicopters it's like 2.7 seconds wow like helicopters are like two almost three seconds away from just spinning out of control oh my if god the pilot, if the pilot were to be incapacitated uh-huh. done. my goodness and there's no one else on the helicopter so we see them land on Christian's helicopter pad, and they enter their uh, Christian. <laughs> Christian's pit. Christian. No, <laughs> go, go Christian. And she's like, "Oh my God, your apartment's huge!" And he sees he has a. Oh, it's his penthouse. Sorry. Yeah, he's a billionaire. It's a penthouse. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Any God. Becomes a penthouse if you just make a I'm dead. So there's a piano, and she's like, oh my god, you play? And he's like, yeah, duh. And so, like, Christian pours her some wine. She asks about the paper in front of her. He's like, oh, it's an NDA. And he explains to her that they cannot discuss anything about them to anyone. He kind of blames his lawyers that, like, like if he invites anybody over, he kind of has to, like, shove this in their face. My lawyers. <laughs> and she reassures him that she wouldn't have said anything anyway. So she signs that NDA, and Athy he's going to make love to her now. Which is so bold of her. I would not say that. And like, oh my god. And then Christian's response. He's like, I don't make love. I fuck. I would have been like, oh. That was, yeah, I heard that again. I've heard that line before. I watched uh-huh. the movie a couple times. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, that was like, they, they kept the fan fiction. Line. Literally, bro. Straight <laughs> line yeah, from the book. And we were like, oh, which, which. which <laughs> Which of this is from, like, the script for the movie? Which of this is from the book? And which is from the fan fiction? Apparently, E.L. James had, like, 50% say of what happened in this movie. Yeah, like, I was re- reading, like, the director was like, oh, yeah, E.L. James is really hard to work with. I bet. Oh, my goodness. So he tells Anna to, like, follow her. And next scene, we, like, see them stop in front of this door. And, um... He, he tells her um this is his playroom and she's like oh like your xbox or something which is like girl honestly if that were me i'd be like oh my god i'm gonna die i'm going to die in there i am not coming out of that room you wanna see my playroom? <laughs> she's like, like how to get that smell out of my gaming chair stop <laughs> 
Um, so he tells her, he's like, just so you know, the helicopter's on standby. And she's like, why? What's in there? And oh my god, I'd be terrified. And he, like, continues to be ominous. And she's, like, super brave. And she's like, just open the door. And I would have ran. I would have ran back to that helicopter if it were me. But Christian unlocks the door. And we see his red room that he calls the playroom. And it has, like, floggers and whips and handcuffs. And a leather bed and a couch. And it's honestly kind of scary looking. Like, I'd be so terrified. Like, can you imagine going on a date? And then that date, like, opens this door to you? You'd be so scared. Literally, I'd be like, I'm, I'm grabbing my breads, my breadsticks. I'm, I'm shipping out. And it's like everything in that room is so well organized. And like in the book, there's actually a specific cleaning lady that like comes in to clean that room. I don't know. It feels like I feel like every I feel like everything in there is carpet. I think it's carpet. I don't think it's wood. Carpet. I don't know. It might be wood. I feel like there was both carpet but and wood. You can put up in your mouth. Right now, I know. <laughs> Stan Kim Petrus. <laughs> so, Anna walks in further to take a better look. And, like, Christian closes the door behind them. Serial killer behavior. And Anna touches one of the leather, leather-looking whip things. And he's like, oh, that's called a flogger. And Anna takes a look at one of the canes, and then he's like, hey, like, say something, please. And she's like, um, do women do this to you? And he's like, no, 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 I do this to women. And I he- don't have sex. <laughs> or I don't make love. I <laughs> He clarifies that women who want this done to him, because he's not a monster. <laughs> she's like, are you a sadist? And he's like, no, I'm a dominant. And do you know... Uh, so a sadist and a dominant are two completely different things. Did you know that? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, the joy of knowing what words mean. <laughs> do, you, do you know the difference? Yeah. What's the difference? Well, sadist is just someone who gets, like, a rise out of seeing other people in pain. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's pain that they're inflicting. Yeah. A dominant is just someone who gets a rise out of just being in control. Doesn't oh. have any pain. You just be like, hey, wear this red shirt. I'm like, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. If, if only it was that easy for Christian Gray. Daddy. Mm. <laughs> Where's the bullshit? <laughs> Literally, me, though. What do you? So, he further explains that, like, he he wants her to be completely his, and, like, she's just, you know, like, willing to surrender herself to him. And she's I'm like, yours. and she's like, why would I do that? And he's like, to please me. I'd have been like, mm, sir. And he further explains that he has these rules and that if she follows them, she'll be rewarded. But if she does not, she will be punished. So she asked if he would use the stuff in the room to punish her. And he's like, yeah. And then Anna asks what she will get out of this whole arrangement. And Christian's like, me, of course. Which doesn't make any sense. And it makes me so mad. Like, he's like, I'm not boyfriend material. But, like, the only time... Anna could be with you is that if she's like having sex with you over the weekend it, it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense to me so Christian shows her that if she were to agree to this arrangement that she would have her own room and she's like oh you want me to move in already and he's like oh no no only on the weekends and that we can just negotiate all that in the contract later and she's like um why like if they would sleep together and he's like no and that his room's downstairs because he does not sleep with anyone, which is untrue because he just slept with her when they were at the hotel. So I don't, I don't understand, unless he lied. So 
she asked what would happen if she doesn't want this kind of relationship with him and he's like you know i'd understand but this is the only relationship that i want and that i'm willing to like put effort into and she asked why and he tells her mm, i'm just that way I'm, i was just born that way <laughs> so she asked about negotiating and he tells her that he has this contract prepared and that he, she would need to review it and tell him what she's willing and not willing to do and she asked how could she not know what she's not willing to do if she's never had sex before and he's like what you're a virgin and she's like yeah i'm sorry he's like you haven't done anything at all like nothing and i remember this so vividly in the book like which i think honestly would be too much literally like honestly i just feel like it wouldn't be the man that would be like thank god but anyway he's like where have you been all my life and she's like waiting and then they kiss and then like christian takes her hand and (laughs) he said i'm gonna rectify this situation she's like i'm a situation which is like so rude oh my god christian (laughs) so the next scene we see christian start like undoing anna's pants and we see that anna's wearing a matching bra and panties which means she knew she was gonna get something she knew when when some of that when your significant other wears a matching set Okay, you did not decide to have sex that day. I'm just saying. I'm I'm telling our audience. I'm telling our audience. Whoever you're having sex with is wearing a matching set. They decide to have sex that night. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. So, we see them foreplay for a little bit. And then we, like, see Christian's, like, scars and his cute little butt. Did you know that he had a butt double? That's not his butt. That's not Jamie Dorn's butt. Yeah, butt double. Why? Dakota Johnson. Ha- I don't know. I don't know. I guess he didn't think he liked his butt. I don't know. Also, uh, Dakota Johnson also had a butt double. Do you want to know why? Why? Because she had a tattoo on one of her butt cheeks. Just use concealer. I don't know. I feel like that'd be cheaper. I don't know. They said we have a budget. CGI that shit. <laughs> but actually, better yet, we'll pay a whole person so it looks more real. Let's pay someone's salary, dog. <laughs> but they said that so that... Uh, she could be pure so no tattoos on anna because anna is a pure which is like oh anyway they have sex and then anna tries to touch him and he like moves her arms above her head he's like "Uh uh-uh and there's like a mirror above the bed and i'm like oh is it a mirror by the bed no like above the bed like can you imagine seeing your face i would like oh gross So then we cut to Anna waking up alone in the middle of the house, in the middle of the house, in the middle of the night. She hears soft piano music and she goes to see Christian playing. And then that's when, you know, they have sex again or implied anyway. Next, we cut to the next morning and Anna wakes up next to Christian and she seems like super satisfied with herself. And then next we see her in the kitchen, you know, being a cute little housewife, hair all tied up. She has Christian's large shirts on her because she's super skinny. And she's whipping up some breakfast. And Christian comes in and he like she sees her dancing. And uh she and she's startled to like see him. Cause she's like, huh? <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, you seem very energetic this morning. And she's like, Oh, are you hungry? Because I'm making pancakes. <laughs> I'm making pancakes. Which is like, honestly, I thought it was kind of cute. Uh, they finished breakfast together. And then, like, Christian licks the syrup off her fingers. He's like, let's get you cleaned up. 
And we see them get ready to take a bath together. He helps her wash, and she just looks adoringly at him. And then they finish their bath, and Christian kisses her, asking her if she trusts him. And she's like, yeah. And he tells her where, uh, like, to stay where she is while he goes to pick out one of his many ties. He comes back, and he starts tying her wrist with his tie, and he asks her to hold her hands above her head. And he asks her to tell him that um, she understands what he's asking of her, and she tells him not to move. He calls her a good girl, and she, of course, moves her hand anyway, and he pushes her hand back and continues to kiss her body. And she asks her to say yes, and she's like, to what? And he's like, to be mine. Before she can answer, his mom is like, Christian! Christian! And he's like, oh, shit. And she's like, what? It's my mom. And honestly, she took this part way too lightly, because I'd be freaking the fuck out if that were me. So then we see, like, Christian's mom making her way through the apartment, and Taylor is, like, stalling to give Christian extra time. And he's like, uh, ma'am, she's uh, asleep. And she's like, what? He's never asleep this way. Is he sick? And as about she's to turn around to go look for him, Christian comes out. And he's like, oh, mom, how are you? And then Anna, like, like super excitedly, like, <laughs> introduces herself. And if that were me, I'd be completely hiding. <laughs> Uh, Grace is super excited to see Anna. She calls her pretty, and then she invites uh, her and Anna to her family get-together that's happening later in the week. Anna gets a phone call. It's Kate. And it just, you know, gives her excuse to find her way back into the room that would be hers. Um, Christian tells his mom goodbye as he goes to, like, find Anna. And he can tell that she's kind of upset. And he's like, oh, you know, what's wrong? And... And she's like, oh, how many women have you, like, slept with? How many? He's like, 15. And she's like, oh, well, that's a lot. Like, slut-shaming. Oh, my God. He reminds her that she's free to leave. And she's like, I don't, like, I want to stay. I'm just, I don't want to get hurt. And then Christian tells her it's much more about pleasure than it is by plane. She asks if they will go out on dates. And he tells her that dates aren't really his thing. But if she agrees to be his submissive, that he'll be completely devoted to her. Which is, like, so shitty. Like, she, Anna, like, oh, not Anna, but Anna, she literally, she does not match Kristen's energy. And I feel like if he had someone that matched his energy, then this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this would not be a problem. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's trying to mold her into something that she's not. Like, she's obviously not into being told what to do. She's not, she's, she's not into this world yet. And she's absolutely in love with you because you just took her virginity. So, like, I just... He's like, I don't want anybody to love me. Then you need to find somebody who's into BDSM, who will push your limits, have her, have you push hers, and just, you know, like, be okay with having a conscious... Like, not even a relationship, just, just sex that you want to have. And Anna wants a relationship, but Christian doesn't want that. And it's just like, why would you go after somebody that... She don't want you, boo. Like, why would he go after somebody who wants a relationship? He knows that's what she wants. So why does he think he's going to change her mind? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he does these... Like, when he took her on the helicopter, like, why would you give her that false hope? You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is just so shitty. Like, like seriously, and he's like, oh, I just... And his excuse is, I can't stay away from her. But, like, then why aren't you, like, being, like, communicative and telling her the truth? Like, you're giving her these false hopes by taking her out on a helicopter... If somebody takes me out on a helicopter, I'm like, why are you doing such a grand gesture if we're just fucking, you know? Ugh. Just grinds my gears, I swear why to God. We not pump then? <laughs> anyway. 
And then she asks why they'd be sleeping in separate rooms. And he tells her not to get hung up on sleeping arrangement. And he tells her if she agrees to do this, then she's going to want her own room. And she's like, uh, so I'd be your sex slave? And Christian tells her that they know he doesn't want to discuss this in here. And she's like, uh, no, I want to hold on to my funeral and I want to go home. I don't want and Christian's kind of impressed by that. He's like, oh, you're telling me what to do? Okay. I am bad. Literally. Literally. <laughs> So the next scene, we see them entering like the car garage, and Anna's like, "So which which car is yours?" And he's like, "All of them," because you know you gotta remember he's stinking rich. So, and instead of Christian like driving her straight home, he takes her to a park, bro. Murdered serial killer energy right there. I if I were her, I would think I was gonna die. <laughs> oh my god! So Anna asks, "What if he took her home and she was like, I didn't tell you my address?" Huh. Oh my god, I didn't even think about it. Maybe it's an odd. Maybe while they were having sex. No, so I was just, I was joking. Like, what if he took her? Home? I don't think. And she was like, I never told you where I live. That'd be wild. I don't think I even told her in the movie. Like, I'm Oh my god. Serial killer behavior. So Anna asked him how he first got into this, and we learned that one of Christian's mom's friends, like, groomed him when he was, like, 15. Oh, oh, oh. Oh my god, Christian. <laughs> so she asked if his family knows well, about the anything. Movie kind of off like oh yeah he was groomed anyway yeah like, they, they so nasty didn't that at all, really. i mean but anna addresses it she's just like um you're still friends with your fucking predator yeah i was like like and he's like it's not like that no we have a relationship i was like i bet oh my god i know and, and it's the fact that anna's not even like she doesn't care about his well-being that he's going to go visit her it's more like oh you're cheating on me <laughs> Like, girl, there are bigger fish to fry. I understand, but there are big, bigger fish to fry right now. We, we, need, we need our priorities. So, um, we learned that, like, Mrs. Robinson taught him about the BDSM world and that they still talk regularly. And Christian tries to reassure her about their situation that, you know, he was intimidated at first and that, um, and then she, like, asked him what she made him change his mind. He's like, well, I felt by, like, giving up my control, I felt free from responsibility, you know, for making decisions. And he's like, it made me feel safe, and I just want you to feel that way, too. And, you know, he continues to tell her how different she is by saying she's never, he's, like, never taken anyone on a helicopter and never had sex in his own bed. Never slept with anyone, even though Anna is, like, number 16. <laughs> So we see Anna uh, drop. So we see Anna. Literally. <laughs> we see Christian and Anna. Like, he drops her off. And he gives her a copy of the contract. Uh, and before uh, she departs, he tells her to, like, read it carefully and to email him if he has any questions. And she reminds him that her computer is still down. And he tells her to consider it and kisses her before she leaves. And he's like, laters, baby. Which is the line from the book, by the way. <laughs> it's giving uh, immortal. <laughs> so we see anna get into her apartment and we see it like a random man setting up her like computer and kate's like oh i just let him in i i assume you knew and he's like sign this please and she's like uh he's like sign this please i like i gotta go sign this sign this, sign this please. like that man was committed please committed to his role literally so, so stop. I want to go home. I want to go home now. So, Anna receives a new laptop from Christian, and then Kate tells her she's on her way out to see Elliot and Elliot, and that Jose called her. And then Kate's like, "Oh, you know, you look different." And she's like, 
feel different. And she's like, I, I can fucking slide. I see that virginity sweeped off of you. See her right through you. <laughs> so Anna goes and messes with her new laptop. And that's when we see her first email. And it's from Christian. And he says, oh, thank you for the most interesting weekend. This laptop is yours. Like, no shit. And I'd like to use it for you to use it for research. And then Anna's like, what do you know? Is this what our relationship will be like? You order me around? And Christian responds, and he's like, oh, I hope so. And what's more, you'll like it. And it's like, oh, all right. So next we see the contract and Christian's voiceover. So this is what the contract says. The following are the terms of a binding contract between the dominant and the submissive. The fundamental purpose of this contract is to allow the submissive to explore her sensuality and her limits safely. The dominant and the submissive agree and acknowledge that all that occurs under the terms of this contract will be consensual, confidential, and subject to the agreed limits and safety procedures set out in this contract. The submissive will agree to any sexual activity deemed fit and pleasurable by the dominant, expecting those activities outlined in hard limits. The submissive agrees to procure oral contraception from a physician of the dominant's choosing. The submissive will not enter into sexual relations with anyone other than the dominant. The submissive will eat regularly to maintain her health and well-being from a prescribed list of foods. The submissive will not drink to excess, smoke, or take recreational drugs. The submissive shall always conduct herself in a respectful manner to the dominant, and shall address him only as Sir, Mr. Gray, or such other titles as the dominant may direct. The submissive may not touch the dominant without his expressed permission to do so. The safe word yellow will be used to bring the attention of the dominant that the submissive is close to her limit. When the safe word red is spoken, the dominant's action will cease completely and immediately. Does the submissive consent to being restrained with hands bound in front? Does the submissive consent to being blindfolded? Does, does the submissive consent to being gagged? How much pain is the submissive willing to experience? That whole thing, that was just like, you know, the first part. Not only cringe, but just like fucking scary. I'd have been like, what do you mean? That I gotta like obey you? Like holy? Like even like outside of like sex time? Literally, bro. I'm like, sir, sir. I'm like, Anna can negotiate all this, but like, it's just disgusting. Like when he's like, oh, um, you got to pick from like this food list, you know? It's just like, ah, so gross. It's just that whole point grossed me out. And, like, while the voiceover is, like, going, there's, like, a whole, like, montage playing while Anna's, like, researching. She's also, like, moving to Seattle. And she looks at pictures of submissive. And she's like, oh, this looks scary. I don't think I like it. And then uh, while all this is happening, Christian keeps emailing her, being like, have you read the contract? Have you read the contract? Have you read the contract? (laughs) He did ask her a lot. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. Anna comes back from the laundry room holding her, uh, oh, wait, before that, before that um like christian emails her one last time asking if she's her research is being productive she's like yeah it was nice knowing you and then we like cut to christian like reading that email and he does not look happy with it and then we see like anna like coming back from the laundry room like holding her hamper and then somehow christian enters her apartment and he's holding like a champagne bottle and two glasses and he's like it was nice knowing me do you remember that yeah <laughs> And so he, like, grabs her, and he's like, let me remind you how nice it was. 
and like Anna's like super in it, into it and she like tries to kiss her but he like but he like pushes her to the bed and she puts her wrist up ready to be tied and he asks her if that's what she wanted and she's like oh yeah which is like you know same I also like to push people's buttons to see like where that will get me but anyway so he ties her hands with like another tie and he just like ties her to the bed and he like instructs her not to make your sound and like, he takes like her running pants and running shoes off and then he like uses her sweaty shirt as a blindfold and you're like mm. ties, ties her to the bed <laughs> so while uh while this is going on beyonce's haunted starts playing in the background and then christian takes a sip of his like champagne and then he like puts it in her mouth and then he takes, like, an ice cube from, like, the glass, and he traces her body with the ice cube in his mouth, which is honestly hot. I was into it. I was like, mm, yeah, I, I agree with this part. <laughs> and then he asked her if this was nice, and he, like, flips her over, and he, like, taps her butt, and she's like, ah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> it literally sounds like that. Uh, Christian practices safe sex, and they get it on. So then we cut to, like, the next scene, and we assume, like, Christian kind of stays kind of late. Because, like, in this scene, it's, like, dark in the scene before. It was, like, light outside. And then Anna's like, oh, you know, that was really nice. And then, like, Christian asked her what she's doing to him. She, like, puts her hand on his cheek in, like, a very, like, loving and affectionate way. And then Christian, you know, starts having hearts for Anna. And she sees one of his scars on his chest. And then she asks if he can, like, touch him there. And he's like, no. And she asks why, if she's breaking the rules. And he's like, oh, you know, the contract still needs to be signed. And she tells him that she's made up, she hasn't made up her mind yet if she'll be his dom or not. And then he, like, gets up and starts getting dressed. Which I think, like, every time she, he doesn't like what she says, he's like, okay, well, I'm going to punish you by leaving you here. Sorry. Which is so shitty. Are you serious? Oh, my God. <laughs> it just reminds me of the, okay, night. And then your partner's like, night. <laughs> and you're like, oh, surprise Pikachu face. <laughs> and then you know Anna gets upset and asks why he's not staying the night he's like oh you know I don't sleep with anyone remember and then she asks if he can like if she can like negotiate that and he's like haha funny and then he like kisses her and goodnight and he leaves so then we cut to him at work um he gets an email from Anna and she's like hey I finished reading over anything I kind of have some issues with the paperwork and he's like oh okay good I'd be disappointed if you didn't um we can go over it tonight over dinner and you know they have like this healthy you know back and forth banner and you know just basically showed that their relationship isn't creepy like at all uh we jumped to christian at his work as he gets a uh no we jumped to christian that night and anna rides up to the elevator at to like his place of work with a contract in hand and christian is waiting for her and when she arrives he like tries to touch the small of her bag and she's like uh-uh we're, we're doing business right now uh-huh. business totally business first pleasure later so they go to the mating room and then they both like pull out their copies of the contract and then anna starts going over what's okay and not okay she tells him on page one her old address needs to be striked out and be replaced with a new one she laughs at page three section 15-20 submissive shall submit to any sexual activity deemed by the dominant and shall do so without hesitation or argument and then christian's face kind of reads as annoyed and she kind of quickly moves on and it's like girl no strike it out strike it out negotiate <laughs> Uh, she moves on to page 5, appendix 3, soft limits, and under anal fisting, and Kristen's like, oh, really? Anal fisting? She's like, strike that, strike that shit out. And she's like, no vaginal fisting, and uh, she says that the use of sex toys are okay, like vibrators and dildos, uh, but no genital clamps. And then she's like, what are... You don't want any genital clamps? She's like, what are butt plugs? 
<laughs> and it's like, if you know what vaginal fisting is, you know what bubble is. <laughs> we then see uh, Christian's assistants, like, enter and bring wine and, like, sushi to, like, for them to munch on. And, and they brought, like, four pieces of sushi <laughs> for each of them. I'm like, bro, like, bring me the platter. Honestly, bro. Where, where's that party platter at? Because I definitely would be asking for more. Yeah. So Anna, like, kind of makes a slide comment being like, oh, you must go through, like, a lot of NDAs. And he's like, mm, my staff doesn't know anything that I don't tell them. And that just makes her, you know, like, uh, go on with the contract. And she tells him that uh, she needs more clarification on suspension. Side question. Okay. How well do you think Christian pays his employees? He better be paying really fucking well. Because if I found out about that shit, if I found out about that shit. Your eyes are so red, bro. Are they? Are mine. Um, uh, not really. Okay. I did smoke twice, so. You're a delicious. <laughs> So, uh, she asks what suspensions are, and he explains that she'll be hanging on a rope from the ceiling. And she's like, um, why? And he's like, for, for my pleasure. pleasure. No, he says for your pleasure. Well, I think he says for both of ours. And I'm like, ew. Ew. Yeah, literally, I'm like, ew. So he asks if, like, bondage is okay, and she's like, yeah, she's good with rope, leather handcuffs, but no tape. Um, Christian's no, like- Not fuzzy handcuffs? <laughs> Not the cop handcuffs no um so christian's like i okay. love your commitment to this meeting so i'm gonna throw you a bone oh uh, once a week we can have a date once a week we can have a date which means he wasn't gonna date her at all once a week eventually which just makes the end of this movie so much funnier <laughs> killing me small <laughs> so anna gets excited by that and she accepts they then we then see them like close their contracts and he's like i'd like to fuck you into the middle of next week and anna's like oh literally i'm like that was i came out of nowhere and anna's like you're playing unfair he's like i'm never fair and she tells him she's like okay well i'll review all these changes and then i'll you know arrive to my decision arrive yeah that's what she says word for word i'm arriving so he asked her if she wants to leave and she says yes and he's like your body's just sending me different signals you know it doesn't matter what her body is saying if she says no that means no christian no means no literally and it's funny because he says oh you look flushed but in this scene the room is red so how can you fucking tell the lighting of this room is red everything she has on is red <laughs> made me so upset i've been you like it's like he says in the red room. Oh, literally. Red room. She's like, it's the wine. He's like, no, it's adrenaline. So they both kind of do the siren stare at each other. The- you literally. And then Anna like flips her hair and Christian like readjusts like- his tie, which I think is like kind of like a. Also, when they're in the red room, he wears like, like the playroom jeans. And We're going to get there. <laughs> it's just like. Literally, bro. Um, so she gives him like hypotheticals. She's like, okay, so what if I do stay? What would happen? He's like, oh, I'll fuck you on this meeting table. And like, I saw your employee still there. <laughs> can, can can Charlotte go home now? Me coming in with that report you wanted on your desk. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so they stare each other down and Anna gets up to leave. Dude, I don't want to know what it's like, like being in that work environment. HR must be having a fucking filled like they're, day. They're like, hey, Doug, can you hand me that file over there? Sure. And he tries to take it off the, off the table and it's just like, Shh. Oh my God, you. <laughs> like sticking to it. It was so nasty. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we stare each other down, but Anna gets up to leave. 
As Anna gets in her car to leave, he asks her if there is a way he can persuade her to stay, and she tells him goodnight. He asks her when uh, she will know when she's ready, and she tells him soon. soon. She kisses him on the cheek and gets in the car, and he's like, why do I feel like you're telling me goodbye? She's like, because I'm leaving. Because Duh. I'm telling you goodbye, dummy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so then we cut to uh, Anna's college graduation. Anna asks Kate if her speech is ready, which means, like, Kate does it all. She's valid Victorian. Kate, wait, what'd you say? She's valid Victorian. Wait, say it again? Kate is valid Victorian. Why are you saying that? <laughs> valid Victorian? <laughs> yeah, she valid, alright. Is that not what it's called? No, no. What is it called, Christian? Valid Victorian. There's no valid. That is not what it's called. Look it up right now. No, you gotta get in to say it. Look it up on your phone. Give me your phone. No, I'm recording. My phone's over there. Give me. Oh, that's right. Here. <laughs> Okay. I'm turning on my ringer as well, so hopefully this works. Valedictorian. Okay. Oh, I probably should go just look this up to like. Uh, valedictorian. Alright, you ready? Mm hmm. Ready? Yeah. Valediction. Uh, th- th- <laughs> sorry, wrong word. Wrong word. That's valediction. I meant to say valedictorian. My bad. See what happens when you're an asshole? Right, my, my bad. As I was saying. Oh, I hit the volume. Valedictorian. Valedictorian. Whatever. You're saying valedictorian. Say it again. Valedictorian. Valedic. No, you said valedictorian. I'm sure we're saying the same thing. No, I'm saying valedictorian. Christian, you don't even know how to say roof right. Roof? (laughs) Roof and roof are the same thing. Oh my god. (laughs) You're gonna make me pee. (laughs) What the? The CIA couldn't have got that out of me. I could, I could be waterboarded. Like, oh my god! So they're walking together, and then Anna hears somebody call her by her nickname. They're like Annie, Annie, and we see that it's her stepdad, the one that raised her, not her mom's current husband. And uh, he tells her that he's sorry for being late, but you know she's just happy that he's there. So we jump to the college, introducing Christian as the guest speaker, and this man has no robes. He's in his suit, and when you're a speaker, don't you usually have robes? <laughs> oh yeah, like he's giving the valedictorian. Mm. Well, he's not even the valedictorian speech. He's just giving the guest speaker mm. at the graduation. Mm-hmm. He's not wearing robes. No, he's, he's just there in a suit. I just wonder why they didn't do that. Did he not go to college? I don't know. Speaking of which, you know what I found out? Like my last semester at school, what? one of my favorite professors there mm-hmm. doesn't have a college degree at all. At all. So how is he a teacher? He just, like, went straight into the career back in the day. By back in the day, like, the 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he, he just stayed. It was that one guy I told you that was, like, a CBS correspondent oh, for, like, cool. the Gulf War. He seems like, like the type. And he, like, has made documentaries and whatnot. And he does a bunch of other stuff. He's That's cool. cool. He's cool. I just yeah, he sounds like a cool guy. He does sound like a cool guy. I'm being so serious. He does sound like a cool guy. So... So Christian starts his speech, and um, these two girls are like, oh my god, he's so hot. And then Anna's like, oh, I heard he was gay. It's like those two girls. Yeah, that's what she says, word for word. And then we see, um, then we see, like, Anna get her diploma, and she sticks hands with Christian. And, you know, they literally stop 
the line of traffic like so he could like talk to her and be like hey so have you looked over the uh, contract yet <laughs> like like literally like can you imagine walking across the stage and okay. one of the guys you have to shake your hands with they're having a whole conversation with the student excuse me i literally <laughs> oh my have god you the contract yet though <laughs> he tells her to just try it his way and she says okay and this surprises him as the next student shakes his hand so we cut to the after party and Kate and Anna hug and then Anna's dad says he's proud of her and they hug and he tells Kate that her speech was really good even though we like didn't get to hear it which kind of really sucks because I bet it was pretty kick-ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we then see Christian enter the group and Kate introduces Christian to Anna's dad as her boyfriend and Anna's dad is impressed with Christian and Kate excuses herself to find her family. So, Anna's dad asks how long they've been together, and that's when we find out, like, these two have only been together for probably, like, a month. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, so crazy. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) So, Cannonman interrupts the conversation to ask for a picture, and then we see the most, like, awkward smiles from them. He's, like, big smiles, and they're like this. They're like... (laughs) Just like that. And then we cut to uh, Anna celebrating with Christian as they pop bottles into like these cute little china cups that they have. They pop bottles. They do. They pop bottles. <laughs> and uh, Christian says to celebrate the graduation and other things. Like, and other things. And literally referring to the contract. And then Anna kind of gets annoyed by that. She like rolls her eyes and Christian's like, ah, you roll your eyes at me again? I'm going to take you across my knee. Like she's a fucking child. That would have pissed me off. And I'm like, okay. Everyone else at the dinner. What did he say? Oh my god. Oh, I'm gonna be a fly on the wall for their conversation. Yeah, literally. So they tap to celebrate together, and then the apartment buzzer goes off. And then uh, Christian tells her that he has something to show her. And that's when he we find out that he bought her a brand new car as a graduation present. And she's like, uh, where's my car? And he's like, I sold it. I sold if it. somebody sold my car, I would cry. Okay. I love my car. I have bond with her. Okay, but you're getting a you're getting a G wagon. Oh my god. Well, what car did he buy her? I don't know. It's a lot newer than her bug. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she drove a bug in the movie, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> oh Sorry my god. To, to anyone who had expectations. So anyway, she rolls her eyes at him, and Christian like notices like immediately. He's like, "Did you just roll your eyes?" And he, like, takes her back to the apartment, and then he, like, spanks her lightly. He's like... Okay, this is my favorite scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, not for that reason, but it's, it's like... He's, he, so he's spanking her or mm-hmm. whatever, and then he, like, gets up, and he puts his, like, jacket back on him. She's like, where are you going? He's like, there are some things at the office that I need to take care of. Liar. Like, Liar. You're cheating. lying. Cheating. Literally. <laughs> he's got to go get some real sex, Anna. <laughs> gonna go use the other playroom that he has. <laughs> oh my god so like so anna watches in like disappointment as christian leaves and then her phone rings and then her mom uh talks to her about christian since like ray told her about him and then ray! anna <laughs> ray stop more sensitive oh my god so anna starts crying saying her relationship is complicated to her mom and if i was her mother like if I was her mom, I red flags. I'm like you're your making mom. my you're making my kid cry. Oh my god! So like she tells her she's like, hey, if you ever need a break from Christian, just like 
come 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 home. And she's like, I might take you up on that. That's what work is for. That's what work is for. So anyway, Kate and Anna are in the kitchen talking about how Anna celebrated with Christian. And um and they discuss her new car. Uh Kate suggests that she thinks Anna and Christian are going too fast and she warns her to like take her at her own place. Do you know what energy they give me that I just saw this? What? Like uh, from a Mexico. No, from uh, that one Shrek clip. It was like, uh, I thought you said you were going to hurt him. Not now, get some. Oh my we'll god. Talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to Anna at Kristen's place, and she finds a newspaper with her picture, and it's just from the graduation. It just looked completely terrible. Um, he asked her how everything goes with um her new doctor that she's uh having. And Anna jokes that the doctor said that she must remain abstinent for at least four weeks. So, like, kind of freaks out Christian. She's like, oh, I'm kidding. Ha, 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 ha. Ah. And then they start making out on the couch. Um, Christian, making out. They are making out. Wink, wink. Oh, my God. So, Christian tells Anna that he wants her to take her to his playroom. Playroom. <laughs> but she reminds him that she hasn't signed the contract. And he's like, oh, I'm well aware of this fact. And I'm calling it due, gil- due diligence. Jeez. Due diligence. Shut the fuck up. Due diligence. Leave me alone. So I'm, Anna I'm, agrees. I'm gonna, I hope I remember that tomorrow. Due diligence. <laughs> J- diligence Island. Oh my god. So Anna agrees and they Should walk hand in hand to the playroom. They kiss and he starts instructing her to take off her shoes and keep her eyes down. He puts her arms over her head and he takes her dress off and tells her to be unashamed of her body because it's beautiful. Don't be ashamed of yourself. Be ashamed of what you do. <laughs> Not really. He then tells her to turn around and starts braiding her hair, which is like, go Christian. Go Christian. <laughs> good, good job for knowing how to braid. And he tells her that when they start this relationship, that he wants her naked, hair braided, waiting for him kneeling at the door. Hair braided. Yep. And he tells Did you her. To, for that? Literally. <laughs> and he tells her to do it and put her hand flat on her thighs. When he sees her, like, we see her face as the audience, and she kind of looks unsure of what's happening next. Like, for me, I kind of took it that she's kind of unsure that she wants to continue this. And she's like, mm, like, what are I going to do? What's going on? We see Christian take, like, these heavy handcuffs off the wall and then drop it on the floor with, like, a thud. Which kind of startles Anna, but, like, you know, every every loud noise startles Anna. Yeah, Anna's kind of a weenie. Oh, my God. So, like, he traces, um... The whip that he has in his hand, like he chases it across, like it's like a cane whip thing, like chases it lightly on her back and on her shoulder. A what? And he, like, it looks like a cane, but it has like a little flap at the end of it. Okay. It's look like a cane. I'll take your word for it. I don't, I don't, I don't pay attention to that sex toys. <laughs> I have bigger fish to fry with this movie. Oh my god. And he like slaps it on her hand, and he's like, "Oh, did that hurt?" And she's like, "No," and he's like, "Good," because like the fear's all in her head. So he tells her to come with him, and he moves her to a bed. And he starts cuffing her hands with, like, all these leather straps. And her hands are tied up to the ceiling thing. And it looks just really weird. While, like, a slow rendition of Crazy in Love by Beyonce starts playing. And he, like, takes her panties off and he, like, smells them. And I'm like, ah! uh, Babe, that's self-hate. <laughs> I'd be... Like, she's barely oh, dating so. this guy. I'd be so scared. Oh, yeah? This movie is wild. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we did this movie, not gonna lie. <laughs> Why? Well, A, got it out of the way early. <laughs> uh, B, it's not that bad. No. It's not that bad to critique, it's, but it's, like, agony to watch. Oh it, took, it took me us all week to watch this movie. I can only watch it, it in 30-minute increments. 
Yeah. Well, what Sahara? So what I do when I watch notes, or or make notes of the movie when I watch it, mm-hmm. I um, I watch the whole movie and it set, go in, in, a, in like one go if I can, mm-hmm. or as far as I can, and then I type notes as the movie plays. Sahara will like hit play and then three seconds later <laughs> put, hit pause and then write like a whole paragraph and then do that. Three seconds later, pause. <laughs> three seconds later, pause. And that's why it took her so long. Oh my god! I just watched the movie and like. The movie's, like, a little over two hours, by the way. So I had to, like, watch, like, 30, 40-minute clips throughout the week. It was not fun. I'm sorry. (laughs) So then he binds her with a rope, and then he's doing... He's doing all this in, like, ripped jeans. Oh, yeah, the ripped jeans. Like, no shirt, ripped jeans. This guy's just wearing ripped jeans and American Eagle boxers, I guarantee it. And that's when, like, um... So you notice that, like, how some of the men don't have, like, penises, but we, like, see Dakota Johnson's everything. Like, Thank you. Then we see Dakota Johnson's everything. Her but, like, head. there's a scene, and I think what it's if, this what scene. What if it's a body double and they just put her head on CGI? On, literally, their pubic hair is CGI. What? Yeah. Their pubic hair is CGI. Okay. <laughs> Do you not believe me? I don't care. I'm just like, <laughs> well, it's not that I don't care. I'm just it, like, why? Literally, what a wild thing to do. Can you imagine that being your job? You go to college, get your degree in like graphic design, and then it's just like, oh yeah, put pubic hair on Dakota Johnson. <laughs> I mean, we see a little bit of Christian's like, uh. uh it do not matter. <laughs> shaft. You're like, oh. <laughs> Jump scare. Okay, so since, since he has a butt double, is that his doubles? Penis? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> So like he slaps her with it a couple times and he like binds with her hands the with the rope. No, the rope. Oh. <laughs> they, and then you know they have sex. So oh, really? Yeah. So they finish and he carries her to like to her to her room like like a like That's a little baby like a child. Uh, and you like see Christian kiss Anna goodnight and she continues. Anna, goodnight. Oh, it's not like he said Anna. Oh my god. And she continues to sleep alone. Anna wakes up to see a pink dress, like, waiting for her. And the next scene, we see her, like, wearing this pink dress, like, running down the stairs in, like, a hurry. And she's like, hey, where are we going? Which means, like... Not now, kid. Oh, my it. God. So about it later. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, He's like, hey, so we got that family dinner that my mother mentioned, remember? And so, you know, they start dancing, and they dance to, like, Frank Sinatra's witchcraft. And Anna is, like, breaking down the news while Christian's, like, staring at her, like, awkwardly. She's like, uh, 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 Carrot. Carrot. Literally. Carrot. I'm tired of these rich people names. Stop, uh, stop giving rich people names. Just, just give them like a number or something. Like literally, bro. Like Grimes and Elon Todd, Musk. Todd, 4467. <laughs> so they greet <laughs> both Anna and Christian. And then that's when we meet uh, Christian's sister Mia, played by Rita Ora. And whoever did her wig, fired. It looks so bad. And I, hate, I hated it. Because, you know, like in Twilight, how Edward has a sister, Alice. That's who she's supposed to be. Because okay. Alice died in the 20s, so she kind of had that. 
oh, yeah. one toys instead again. That's what Rita Ora has in the movie. And it looks the Bob looks so bad. It looks terrible. So we see that Kate is also invited to this dinner. And um, she's talking about her and Anna's new apartment. And we kind of learned that Elliot and Jose helped them move. And we also learned that Elliot does not like Jose. And while they're explaining that at the table, like, Christian tries to touch Anna, like, underneath the table. And she's like, oh, stop it. And she, like, pushes his hand away. And he, uh, very, like, 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 she calls his mom, you know. And then that's when, like, um, he excuses them. Because he's, like, promising that I showed her grounds the grounds of the house but before that that's when um his family asks what Anne and Stanley's like and she's like oh I'm gonna go see my mom in Savannah Georgia and that kind of pisses Christian off so they go off to go uh explore and like we cut to Anna like struggling to keep up with Christian because he's walking fast and he's like angry at her and then like out of frustration he kind of picks her up and carries her like over his shoulder like asking like why she didn't tell him she's going to Georgia which is like kind of valid and like if that's your like your partner why are we going to but i just you know i think he took it way too like seriously (laughs) oh my god so anyway they end up in the greenhouse and when christian tells her that she is all his and he kisses her and she tells him that he's being confusing and she asks him what he wants out of this relationship he tells her that he wants her and she tells him that she's trying to be understanding of his needs and urges and uh he tells her that he knows and she again asks why they can't just sleep in the same room which is basically her like asking like why can't you like this be like a real relationship like we go on these dates you you act affectionately toward me but you only want me as like a sexual partner and she asks like why does their relationship like basically have to be like that he tells her that if she would sign the contract like their relationship wouldn't be hard to you know like to define and she asks why he cares about the contract so much and she tells him that she can't be what he wants her to be and to stop changing her and she wants more out of the relationship and he tells her again that he's not boyfriend material material but um, <laughs> but um she sees he tells her that you know he's slowly melting his two sizes too small heart oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <It's a> <laughs> literally she asks to like let him like let her touch him and then you know they kiss and then he asks if the scars are like burns and he tells her that he had a, a rough start in his life and that uh and that's all she needs to know and she kind of agrees to that to like keep the peace i'm assuming um so the next scene uh we see anna asleep and christian crawls in the bed with her and he explains his life story and learn that his mother is like was addicted to like crack and she was a sex worker who died when he was four <laughs> and uh christian tells a sleeping anna that he was abused uh, which kind of stirs Anna a little bit because he takes uh, his hand in hers and she smiles at him and he's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss you when she goes off to Georgia. And then next we see like aerial shots of Georgia and as we see Anna like arriving at her mom's place. Um, she sits with her family and they eat and Anna's mom and um, her stepdad are all like bantering a little bit. And like the older people in this film are like really hot. Except for Christian's family. I don't think his mom is hot or his dad. But Anna's family... They're very attractive people. I'm just like, yeah. So cute. So we cut to Anna in her bed, and she kind of overhears um, her mom and her stepdad, like, laughing and just enjoying each other's company, which kind of uh, makes Anna think of uh, Christian. And so she rolls over and texts him and says that she misses him. And he tells her that he's out to dinner with a friend, and she assumes it's Mrs. Robinson, which kind of makes her upset. And so Christian tries to, like, 
uh, reassure by calling her, but she, like, completely ignores him. And it's just, like, that is so, like, she's jealous of this old lady, you know? Like, I'd be more scared to be like, why are you, like, obsessed with your abuser? Sir? Sir? <laughs> so the next scene, we see Anna and her mother, like, having drinks together, and that's when Anna's phone rings and Christian tells her, he's like, oh, another Cosmo? And she's like, oh my god, Christian's here. <laughs> and her mom's like, what? It was just, like, so creepy. It's like, why would he do that? And he, like, walks up to the table, and the Aider's like, oh, sir, would you like to order anything? And he's like, I want a gin and tonic. Hendrix, if you have it otherwise, Bombay Sapphire. Cucumber with the Hendrix, lime with the Bombay. And her mom's like, oh, I like him already. Like, he literally... Also, I think her mom's an alcoholic. Because <laughs> every scene we see her in, she has a drink in her hand. Wine, margarita, a Cosmo. And then she's already... <laughs> she's already like, oh, he's Mexico. ordering... And literally, literally, she invented girls' trips. Girls' trips. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So Anna's annoyed and she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I missed you. And her mother's like, I'm going to, I'm going to go over to the patio. Like sensing the tension. She, she ran, she ran It makes her uncomfortable. And as the two sit alone, Anna tells him that she broke rule seven, clause five, referring to like the excessive drinking, drinking. And he like takes a drink away from her and he's like, uh, they should just let the contract go and not like think about it. She asked how his dinner with Mrs. Robinson went and he tries to like terribly reassure that like they're just friends and she's like not buying it so we cut to anna and christian driving since uh he has a surprise for her and we see that christian's gonna take her flying and then christian like introduces anna as his girlfriend to like the tow pilot so which is like really cute but like at the same time it's like why why say that if you don't want that type of relationship like (laughs) oh my goodness and so, uh, we see them flying, and the plane releases them, and then that's when they're, like, gliding through, like, the Georgia sky, which is, like, really nice. Honestly, not for me. I would throw up. But, like, it's really cute. It's, like, really adorable. Like, he just wants to see her smile, you know? So, we cut to them back on the ground, and Anna tells him how much fun they had, and that she thought that he didn't do romance. And he tells her that he doesn't, and that she shouldn't keep fighting the inevitable, which is, like, signing the contract. And she asks him what he's so afraid of when his phone rings and his company is just telling him bad news and he tells her he can't stay. He has to go back to Seattle. So we cut to Anna's mom, like, dropping her off at the airport and she tells her it was a nice time that they had together and that she did like Christian and she kind of gives her her own little relationship advice. And she's like, uh, I wish things could be easier, but they're not. You just get to know yourself better. Which is, like, so true, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then we see Anna um, get picked up at the airport by Taylor. And then she asks Taylor, how is Christian doing? And he's like, oh, he's in a pissy-ass mood, bro. Like, so annoying. (laughs) Little piss, baby. Next, we see Anna arrive at Christian's penthouse. And we see him, like, arguing over the phone. We see uh, Christian looking, like, a bit disheveled and just pissed off. But when he sees Anna, he, like, goes in to kiss her. And she asks if anything's okay. And he tells her, oh, it's nothing that concerns you. And and she, like, kind of, like, reassures him. Yeah, literally. Literally! But she's like, I'm sensing this tension. I feel you're really stressed. I can leave. Like, no. And he's like, no, meet me in the playroom in 15 minutes. Which is like, he's angry. And he's going to fuck the anger out of her. Or, like, take it out of her. Which is, like, so sad. It's like, sir. Sir. <laughs> like, we're going to have... I get... But, like, he's acting like she's his girlfriend. Like, he literally said, like, that's his girlfriend. Like, I feel like you shouldn't take your frustration out on your partner you know like go masturbate take it out on your dick not on her (laughs) 
so um we cut to christian like getting rope as anna kind of lays down patiently while he's starting to tie her hands uh he asked her uh, what the safe words are and she says yellow and red he's like remember that and i'd be so scared so he said her forgetting the safe word was dying yeah literally <laughs> anyway he gets out a blindfold and puts it over her eyes and he uses like a peacock feather to like trace her body and then he goes with the um same poker that we saw earlier and he hits her with it as like a hallelujah chorus starts playing in the background we then get to christian playing on his piano and anna comes down from the bedroom to join him and she says everything he plays is so sad and she asked if he learned how to play at six years old or it's just you know thought it was something that would please his new well, family i know which is i thought was kind of mean what she said play happy but for a woman <laughs> she asked why he can't just be vulnerable with her and he starts to walk away and anna asks if he's acting like this because she hasn't signed the contract yet and he's like the contract is redundant and she's like well fuck the rules too and he's like no the rules still stay and she's like then what's the fuck like why are, like like why do you feel the need to punish me and he's like why she's just asking why he wants to hurt her so bad and uh he reminds her that he does not want to do anything that pushes past her limit and she argues why he would want to do anything like that to her at all she asks if uh he wants to punish her right now and he uh, admits to yeah he wants to and she argues that what if she felt that way for being punished how he feels about being touched and he says no but that doesn't mean he wouldn't need to and then she again asks why and he yells that's just the way i am and then like one of the most memorable lines of this movie he's like because i'm 50 shades of fucked up <laughs> and i would have started dying 50 and shades of in there to our audience is like <laughs> so then anna asks him she's like okay well show me how bad the punishment can be like this is the only way i completely understand where you're coming from and that's when we cut to the playroom and then christian asks if she's sure and she says yeah and so christian like bends her down uh to be like ass up and then christian explains that he's gonna hit her six times with his belt and she's gonna count out loud with him so he strikes her and she tells him to count out loud and she does and that's when she starts to cry like honestly I know, but I was kind of sad. She'll, she'll get over it. I made me kind of sad, but I didn't think he was hitting her that hard. He was like... Ow. Oh, my God. <laughs> that hurt. Oh, my God. So, the belt hits the floor, and they're both breathing pretty heavily, and Christian starts aftercare, but then Anna jumps up, and she's like, don't fucking touch me. She asks him if this is what he wants to see, or, like, scared and crying and just not having fun with him. She asks if this, if her like this gives him pleasure. He tries again to comfort her, but she tells him, don't, you don't, and she's like, don't you dare come near me. And she walks out of the playroom, leaving him alone. Anna uses her, uh, her room, and we see Christian come in, and he sits on the bed, and he asks her not to hate him. She tearfully tells him that he will never do anything like that to her again, and she it, finally admits that she's not the girl for him. And he corrects her, saying that she is everything that he wants, but it's just it's not true. And she tells him that uh, she's fallen completely in love with him, which is like, no, you can't do that. And it's just like, she loves you, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she tells him that he needs to leave her room, which she understandably does, and she stops into her pillow. So the next morning, we see Christian in his living room watching the Seattle rain as Anna starts to leave. She gives the laptop bath and asks for her car back, and he tells her that Taylor already sold it. So she asks for the money for it, and he tells her he will send her a check and that Taylor will take her home. 
Anna turns to leave and Christian ties, tries to like stop her again. And she turns around and she's like, stop. And when he keeps going, she's like, no. And he stops in his track. They look at each other and Anna is standing her ground. And I'm just like, you go queen, go queen, stand up for yourself. She jumps into the elevator and she's like ready to leave. And as the elevator do- closes, he like tries to flee like with her one last time. And he's like, Anna. And she's like, Christian. And the doors close. It cuts to black. The end. The end. The end. The end. And she just walks off. Literally. Hate that ending. <laughs> so Christian, literally, it's just like, no, we need a cliffhanger. So you see the second one. <laughs> Kristen, did you like this movie? No. <laughs> Was this a puff puff pass or a puff puff smash? Puff puff pass. Literally, you have to be high to watch this movie. You have to be high to watch this movie it's the only way to enjoy it you can't even enjoy it literally bro it's just saying that you did it you know oh my god like i survived the jersey shore on the t-shirt but i survived watching <laughs> what's your uh nightmare blunt rotation nightmare blunt rotation rotation mm-hmm. anna okay christian's abuser whatever her <laughs> name was mrs robinson um Um, oh, uh, the guy who was hitting on, uh, Anna. Jose. Jose, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay, mine would be, um, uh, Kane number one in the playroom. <laughs> Anna's matching panty set. Oh my god. Um, the sushi that they did not eat in their meeting. Yeah, the sushi looked kind of good, too. Literally. Um, the sushi looked better than the entire movie. Blonde receptionist number three. And the key to the playroom. <laughs> That's my nightmare about rotation. <laughs> Alright, Christian, so what movie shall we be doing next? So, next week we will be reviewing, wait for it, <laughs> Bad Times at the Old Royale. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I like it. It's not my favorite, but it's up there. It's like top five worthy. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And the other option was La La Land, so take what you get, I guess. <laughs> Um, so where can we find you, Christian? Uh, you can find me... No. <laughs> yeah, do not follow me on Twitter. Definitely do not follow me on Instagram. However, you can follow Sahara at Sahara Desert uh, underscore... It's at Sarah underscore WD99 at Twitter.com. <laughs> what? That's what it is. Your whole Twitter. Yeah, at Twitter. That's why'd, you my put, why'd you put like at dot com? I don't know. That's not your Twitter. <laughs> Alright, bye guys. Bye everybody.